Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. U.S. soccer fans filled the D.C. sports bars early. I'm Dick Uliano. Discussions underway to bring a cricket facility to the D.C. region. Who's behind the idea? I'm Melissa Howell. Caps lose to the Flames in Calgary, Georgia. A big winner on college football's championship Saturday. The U.S. out of soccer's World Cup after a loss to the Netherlands. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foley in Washington. Early voting is over. Same-day voting is this coming Tuesday in Georgia, where that Senate race was not resolved on Election Day last month. As the candidates enter the home stretch, Georgia Senator Raphael Warnock urged Democrats to get out and vote in Tuesday's runoff election. Warnock and GOP challenger Herschel Walker are in a heated battle for a vacant seat that neither candidate won in November's midterm election. CBS News correspondent Christian Benavides on the national political scene. It's a winning weekend for President Biden, signing a bipartisan bill into law Friday, preventing a nationwide rail strike that would have knocked the U.S. economy off track. It was the right thing to do at the moment to save jobs, to protect millions of working families from harm and disruption, and to keep supply chains stable around the holidays. Also Friday, the Labor Department released better-than-expected jobs numbers, with the U.S. adding 263,000 jobs. Correspondent Skyler Henry. Mr. Biden's predecessor is in the news as well. Ex-President Donald Trump drawing some wide criticism for a social media post calling for his restoration to the presidency and suspending the U.S. Constitution to make that happen. Now, overseas, and the latest on Russia's nearly 10-month-old invasion of its neighbor. The Ukrainian flag flies once again over the liberated village of Chernobyl. Dudor Ihor is the village mayor. What was it like for you to come back to a village that you were born in? It all happened so suddenly, he says. We still can't believe we've been liberated. Chernobyl and its nearby airfield were captured at the start of Russia's invasion and quickly became not only one of the most important battlefields, but also a part of Ukrainian resistance. Correspondent MTS Tayab back here on Express Shipping Company. Drivers charged with kidnapping and murdering a young girl who had been missing earlier this week in North Texas. Seven-year-old Athena Strand disappeared from her family's driveway in Texas Wednesday, about 40 miles northwest of Fort Worth. Her dead body was found six miles away on Friday. Wise County Sheriff Lane Aiken. It hurts our hearts to know that that child died, so much so that, that she is on her way now to the medical examiner's office, and there's a Texas Ranger in front of her, and there's a Texas Ranger behind her. 31-year-old FedEx driver Tanner Lynn Horner confessed to abducting and killing Athena. He was delivering a package to her family's home. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. The U.S. run in soccer's World Cup is over. That after an elimination loss to the Netherlands, the score there was 3-1. to one. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. It's 2.03 on Sunday morning, December 4, 2022. 40 in the nation's capital. Clear and cold down to near or freezing in some spots. 
Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following this hour as the holiday season gets going. A family mourns the death of their child after an accident in Howard County. Here's WTOP's Ann Kramer. Police are working to piece together why a tractor trailer rear-ended a minivan along a busy interstate in Ellicott City during Friday's evening rush hour. Investigators say it happened in the northbound lanes of Route 29 near the ramp for Route 40. The truck hit the back of the van, which then caused a chain reaction accident involving two other cars. A three-year-old in the van died. Six more people in the other cars were injured and taken to the hospital with what police describe as minor to serious injuries. That stretch of Route 29 was closed for about five hours. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. In two or there, there's a new warning this weekend about a growing drug problem in our area. Here's WTOP's Shana Stulin. Police in Prince George's County are now sounding the alarm about blue round tablets with an M on them. They say they've been recovering and testing the pills, several of which were laced with fentanyl. They say the pills are linked to multiple suspected overdoses, including two where people died. They're urging all residents don't take any medication that isn't prescribed to you by a doctor and talk to your kids about this danger. The DMV area has seen a spike in overdoses, many of them linked to fentanyl. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. A fire destroys a building on the campus of St. Elizabeth's Hospital in southeast D.C., sending lots of smoke into the sky late Saturday. D.C. Fire and EMS went to the 2700 block of Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue southeast just before 4 Saturday afternoon for a reported structure fire. D.C. Fire Chief John Donnelly. When they arrived, they found a well-involved structure, a barn, about 75 feet by uh, 150 feet. They immediately began a defensive operation. The building was vacant. There were no injuries reported. Donnelly says it'll be the rest of the morning to make sure the fire's out, make sure the area is safe. We have pictures from the scene on our website at WTOP.com. 205 and sports bars were filled up early yesterday morning in advance of Team USA's eventual loss to the Netherlands in the FIFA World Cup. Despite that 3-1 loss, some of the faithful assembled are bullish on American dreams for the next tournament. Here's WTOP's Dick Giuliano. The team drew a big crowd with a long line stretching outside the door at the Astro Beer Hall in Penn Quarter. D.C., this is the spot to go. It's always packed for all the games. Knockout round now. Is, this is like the peak, though. Dozens of D.C. bars opened at 6 a.m. to accommodate the morning broadcast of the World Cup game. So the partying got underway first thing in the morning. I love Christian Polisic. Polisic? Yeah. Despite the loss to the Dutch, hopes are high for the team well into the future, including 2026 when the U.S. will co-host the World Cup with Canada and Mexico. In downtown D.C., Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Now, it's not a widely known sport here in the United States, but cricket fans may soon have a chance to catch world-class action live and in person in our area. George Mason University is now in the talks with Major League Cricket and a D.C.-based investor about building a new multi-purpose cricket and baseball facility. The university says the approval means they'll be studying the feasibility of a new facility. It would be designed to welcome Major League Cricket games meeting international accreditation standards. The facility would also host other events on the university's Fairfax campus. The goal is to have the facility up and running by the summer of 2025. 
Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Just ahead this Sunday morning on WTOP, after traffic in weather, Montgomery County tries to fight climate change with new rules for buildings in the county. It's 207. This holiday season, Diamonds Direct gives you the gift of 0% interest financing for three years on any purchase. With high prices and high interest rates everywhere else, Diamonds Direct is here with the incredible shopping experience you need. Our guaranteed best value prices will save you money. And with 0% interest, you can spread your payments over three years with no finance charge, period. And for this holiday season, we're showcasing an expanded selection of affordable and timeless holiday gifts. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, colored gemstones, and if you're upgrading her diamond or getting engaged over the holidays, we have one of the largest diamond selections in America. All sizes and shapes, all cut for maximum brilliance, and all offered at our amazing direct importer, no middleman prices. Check out our holiday gift guide now at diamondsdirect.com. Buy now or come into the showroom. Let one of our experts guide you in finding the holiday gift that's at the top of their list. And enjoy three years zero interest finance on any holiday purchase. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. It's 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Not so many cones, but still some crashes to dodge with Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. You know, I was almost missing the cones tonight. I know nobody almost, else Almost, but not quite. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's start off on 66 for that matter. From Manassas all the way to the Bellway, I'm not seeing a single delay. Not seeing too many cones either, at least none that are blocking your way. You f- might find some of those barrels on the side of the road like you normally do, but it's not going to slow you down any, and that's what I love. Inner loop of the Beltway looks quiet, no issues headed towards 66 or even up towards the American Legion Bridge. GW Parkway, now it does look like the incident may have cleared. However, earlier tonight, the accident scene happened right after the Memorial Bridge on your approach towards 395 there near Columbia Island. As of now, I'm not seeing any delays because of it, but uh, the incident did knock over a utility pole. It sounds like it's a light pole of some sort and knocked out a few lights there, so they did have Pepco on the scene. It is very possible that you might still find some folks out there working on these, making those repairs. If they're out there, they're going to be on the right-hand side of the roadway again after the Memorial Bridge bound on the GW Parkway. More Washington Parkway, as of now, completely up to speed from 50 to the Beltway, and even between the Capitol Beltway and the Baltimore Beltway, not a single delay to be seen. Southbound side of I-95 looks groundbound near Powder Mill Road. You may still find some crash activity there, but for the most part, all your lanes should be open. If you're headed on the Bay Bridge, be aware they do have wind warnings in effect. Just means you have to hang on to that steering wheel nice and tight. Uh, the winds are blowing a little harder than usual. That's long and short of it. Suitland Parkway looks good. Central Avenue looks great. No issues on Branch Avenue to report. 301 as well as 210 completely up to speed. Sounds like we're headed southbound on 210. Uh, on your approach towards 228, there might be an accident seen through that area. No delays because of it just yet, though. Just keep an eye out for it. Look at car far. The wait is over. Fitzgerald Mall. Visit, visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm meteorologist Samara Theodore with the forecast for Sunday morning. Waking up to temperatures in the 30s. Highs working their way into the mid to upper 40s. Sunny skies for your Sunday. Monday, highs will be in the low 50s, mostly sunny. Tuesday, that's when the rain works its way in, especially during the first half of the day. 
High temperatures on Tuesday will be in the low 50s. Wednesday, highs in the low 60s with another chance for rain. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It is 42 in Roslyn, 38 in Laurel, 42 on Farragut Square. It's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 2-11. The fight against climate change now includes new rules pertaining to buildings in Montgomery County. Here's WTOP's Christy King. Apparently, buildings are responsible for more than 50% of Montgomery County's greenhouse gas emissions, but a unanimous council vote now requires that new construction use 100% electric energy equipment and that old buildings be retrofitted no later than 2026, with minor exceptions. Bill sponsor Hans Reimer says that makes the county a national leader in the push for electrification as a solution for climate change. And he says using electricity instead of fossil fuels also is healthier for air quality indoors. Christy King, WTOP News. Shoppers are feeling the sting of shrinkflation. That's when a product has been downsized by the manufacturer, but doesn't reduce the price along with it. And it's impacting many everyday items. The good news is you're not helpless against the effects of shrinkflation. Edgar Dworkin, founder of ConsumerWorld.org, has some tips to make sure you're getting the best deal. You have to become net weight conscious, net count conscious. That means looking at the fine print of the products you buy all the time, see how many sheets, see how many ounces. When you go to the store, double check, you're still getting the same thing. And when you're faced with all kinds of different sizes of products and different prices for them, Use the unit price right on the shelf. Dworsky also says companies can reformulate their product or water down those same products to cut costs without changing the price. Some leaders are warning of a new surge of anti-Semitism being fueled in part by celebrities. The worry is that this could make that sort of hate speak in America normal. The comments from rapper Kanye West, including his love for Adolf Hitler, an anti-Semitic film being promoted by the Nets' Kyrie Irving, and Donald Trump hosting a Holocaust-denying white supremacist at Mar-a-Lago are raising fears for some. The mayor of Miami Beach, Florida, Dan Galber, says these are not idiots that no one's heard of. He says when influential, mainstream, cultural, political, and even sports icons norm hate speech, everyone needs to be very concerned. The Anti-Defamation League reports nearly 3,000 cases of assault, harassment, and vandalism against Jewish people last year, the highest number in four decades. I'm Jackie Quinn. Late-night disappointment for the Caps in Western Canada. Frank Hanrahan with details in sports next. It's 2.13. The Alzheimer's Association the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. 
I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you, and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. It's 214. Hi, I'm E.J. Williams for American Humane. For thousands of years, dogs have been our best friends in our worst times. Today, we're also learning that our best friends, millions of whom are abandoned each year, are often the best medicine when people are facing obstacles. To help both people and animals, organizations like American Humane have been working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond finding animals in need of forever homes and training them as life-saving service and therapy dogs to help our veterans, the elderly, and children overcome the daily obstacles of life. In this way, the rescued can become the rescuers. To find out how you can help give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, (laughs) please visit AmericanHumane.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 215, the update from Frank Hanrahan. Not the best of efforts by the Capitals. 5-2 loss at the Calgary Flames on Saturday night. So the Capitals see goals from John Carlson and Connor Sheary in the loss again. 5-2 at Calgary. College football Colorado names Deion Sanders as its next head coach. Announcement came just moments after Sanders led Jackson State to its second straight SWAC title. TCU upset in the Big 12 title game by Kansas State in overtime. Now TCU will have to see if they can get into the college football playoff. Georgia's in there winning the SEC title game. Big Ten title goes to Michigan. ACC title is at uh, Clemson's uh, disposal after knocking off Carolina. World Cup round is 16. The United States falls 3-1 to the Netherlands as the U.S. will uh, work on and get ready to face the Portugal. Commanders at the New York Football Giants. A kickoff is at 1 o'clock from Jersey. Commanders, one of the hottest teams in the NFL can they keep it going with Taylor Heineke at quarterback? We shall find out later. Again, caps fall to the Flames 5-2. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Frank. It is 2-17 at WTOP. A cruise ship passenger who fell overboard is sharing his harrowing experience. James Michael Grimes and his family took a week-long carnival cruise vacation to celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday. The day before the holiday, Grimes and his sister were hanging out at a bar around 11 o'clock when Grimes had to go to the restroom. Somehow, he fell overboard. In an exclusive interview with ABC, Grimes went in his fight for survival. A stick come floating by. Looked like bamboo. So I started eating on it. And it actually, I mean, I'm not going to say it tasted good, but it gave some type of flavor in my mouth other than salt water. Grimes eventually was spotted by a tanker ship some 15 hours after he went into the water. That vessel called the Coast Guard, who used a hoist to lift him out of the water and into a rescue helicopter. Grimes tells CNN he now plans to travel to New Orleans to meet the Coast Guard crew that rescued him. He adds he's not ruling out any future cruise ship vacations. 
Coming up after traffic and weather, top stories we're following this morning on WTOP. More than a million people have already voted early in Georgia's Senate runoff election. The dramatic and expensive race comes to an end on Tuesday. The Supreme Court will hear a case next week involving a Christian graphics artist who objected to designing wedding websites for same-sex couples. And the U.S. men's soccer team's run in Qatar has come to an end with a 3-1 loss to the Netherlands in the FIFA World Cup. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s, 218 with Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. 218 already sounds like a plan. Let's get it done. If you're headed in Virginia, for the most part, traffic looks phenomenal. Not seeing any accident scenes on your majors. In fact, I'm not hearing about too much on uh, your secondary and tertiary roads either. Uh, you should be just fine. A little slow there on the inner loop of the Beltway past 66, but no crashes right now. 66 inside the Beltway looks good. GW Parkway did have that accident scene earlier tonight. It seems as though that has cleared up. Don't have any cameras on the GW Parkway, but the delays are gone and haven't heard anything from Park Police. So if anything, you may still find some repair crews over on the right shoulder headed just past the Memorial Bridge. So just be a little careful there headed uh, on the GW Parkway southbound. On Columbia Island, you may find some repair crews over on the right-hand side. Other than that, it is up to speed. The Southeast-Southwest Freeway, the 3rd Street Tunnel, and DC 295, all up to speed. No issues on the BW Parkway headed between the Capitol and Baltimore Beltways. I-95 northbound looks like the uh, accident scene is definitely still over on the far right shoulder, but it's not going to slow you down any. Just give them a little extra room. If they are on the shoulder, step out of that right lane just makes things easier for folks to walk around and share uh, insurance information and all that jazz. 270 looks good from Frederick all the way down towards the Beltway and no issues across the Bayport other than the fact that they do have wind warnings in effect. If you have a, a tractor trailer of sorts, you know what that means. It means that uh, your truck might move around a little bit across the uh, bridge if the wind's blowing that hard. If you have a smaller vehicle, you might not notice it, but uh, some SUVs are uh, sometimes able to be moved around on uh, with the high winds as well if you're on that bridge, so just be extra careful. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore with this Sunday morning forecast. High temperatures climbing into the upper 40s. We're starting off in the 30s. Sunny skies for your Sunday. Mostly sunny on Monday. High temperatures on Monday in the low 50s. Tuesday, low 50s, but rain. Rain likely throughout the day. Wednesday, another chance at showers with high temperatures on Wednesday in the low 60s. Thursday, a chance for rain with highs around 60, mostly cloudy, and that rain chance does linger through Friday before drying out in time for the weekend. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It is 38 in Germantown, 43 in Annandale, 42 at DuPont Circle, and it is all brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Just ahead on WTOP, the instant delivery option, very popular during the pandemic. Not as popular as it once was. It's 221. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. After spending years in foster care, Lexi worried that she and her brother were too old to be adopted. Thankfully, the siblings were adopted with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. I love teenagers. To see how brave Lexi was and how she opened herself up to being in a family, all of a sudden, she's holding my hand and calling me mom. It was really special. Every child, no matter their age, 
deserves to grow up in a safe, permanent home. Children at every age experience challenges. Teenagers are more complex than young children, but in the best ways. You're never too old for family. Learn how you can help children still waiting to be adopted from foster care at DaveThomasFoundation.org. We're getting ready for bed. His dad was like, let's go to the living room and like watch TV. And I was holding him. I was like, let's just stay here. We went to the living room and we were like watching TV. And then I went back there to check on him. He was just like face down. I feel like so helpless in that moment. Junior's all the doctor's appointment. That's just like, you're aware of SIDS. You don't go into detail about it. Besides, don't put the baby on their stomach. That's all I heard. It's really not even that much out there unless you Google it. Doctors, like, they'll talk about miscarriage. I thought they should sit down and be like, okay, you're a mom. Let's just, you know, practice this, practice that. If you could just change one little moment, it would change your life forever. My life would never go back to being the same. Josiah makes me wake up every day. He came at the right time. I don't know where I would be, mentally especially. Junior's taught me love is all you need, and Josiah taught me how to love again. For more info, go to firstcandle.org forward slash safe sleep. This is WTOP News. It's 223, an unusual and controversial move in Virginia's Matthews County, north of Newport News, over preserving a Confederate statue has sparked backlash. Here's WTOP's Nick Ionelli. The County Board of Supervisors is planning to protect a Confederate statue by transferring the public land it's on to a private group in an effort to prevent residents from taking the statue down. Clearly there is opposition to this planned action. The local chapter of the NAACP is threatening a lawsuit over any effort to transfer the property and the board has heard negative comments from the public. Are you representing the whole of Matthews? or a very small group who brings their friends from other counties to foment disharmony in our community. I urge the board to reject this proposal and not subdivide the property and deed it to a private entity. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Leesburg Police Department has lost a The Virginia Law Enforcement Standards Commission, comprised of current and former police officers, found Leesburg Department failed to meet four of the required 191 standards for accreditation. That process is repeated every four years. Those standards include failure to conduct timely audits, failing to update policy language around property audits and requalifying officers on less lethal shotguns. In a news release, Leesburg's police department calls the issues administrative errors, adding that it does not impact the day-to-day operations of the department. It is 224. There are new concerns about the state of mental health among service men and women in the Navy in the wake of four apparent suicides. After the first two deaths, the Navy ordered a mental health stand-down. A third apparent suicide occurred the same day as the mental health stand-down and a fourth this weekend. Earlier this year, after three crew members of the aircraft carrier George Washington committed suicide in a single week, the Navy vowed a new focus on suicide prevention. I believe that it's Band-Aids over gaping bullet hole wounds. I think we're slapping on a quick fix. Each of these latest deaths is now under investigation by local police, and the Navy has launched a separate investigation to determine if there is any link or common cause among them. 
That's CBS's David Martin. If you or someone you know is dealing with thoughts of suicide, you can call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Tracy Jockey. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Instant gratification doesn't come cheap for the online retailers that aim to provide it. What we're seeing is the model worked for GoPuff as the global pandemic traps billions of people in their homes. But inflation is making the goods costlier at wholesale and making customers less willing or able to pay more for the convenience. So GoPuff has been closing where houses and laying off hundreds of employees. But Davalo says if they can hang on long enough, they might be able to tap into a high-margin growth business, marijuana. DoorDash and Uber are still kind of inching around it in the U.S., but in Canada, you know, they're the ones that bring it. For GoPuff, it would be a return to its roots. It's called GoPuff because they used to deliver hookahs. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tracy Jonke on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, all political eyes are on George U.S. Senate runoff race. The latest coming up, it's 226. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes.